0: Thank you that we can freely read your word and learn about you. Help us receive the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what's happening in Matthew chapter 4. Jesus is in the wilderness and tempted by the devil. Of course, the enemy doesn't come until Jesus had been there for 40 days without food. And the first thing he tempted Jesus with was food. He knew Jesus was the Son of God because we see he addressed him as the Son of God. With each temptation, Jesus quoted scripture. I mentioned this before, but it is worth saying again. Jesus fought the enemy with scripture in Deuteronomy, the book we will finish tomorrow. He didn't battle him with his own wits or spectacular speech. It was with the word. We will do well to imitate him. First, we have to find verses and memorize them. And we can start with the ones Jesus used. Deuteronomy 8.3, 6.16 and 6.13. I started this study encouraging you to write meaningful verses down on note cards and want to reiterate that today. Jesus began his ministry after the temptations were over. Of course, he succeeded in thwarting the enemy off, but maybe for us, it's more difficult. If you are starting a ministry or work in a ministry, we too will have temptations. Pay attention to the message here. Temptations come, they are one, and then the ministry begins. And that doesn't mean we will never be tempted again. It simply means we need to have gained the ability to overcome enemy advances. In verse 23, we read that Jesus healed every disease and every weakness and infirmity among the people. He shows us his ability to heal, and I believe he still has this ability to heal. Maybe we don't receive what we think we need because our goal is to avert pain, but we will receive what the Lord has for us. Paul was never free from pain, but God told him that he needed this thorn in his side so that he would continue to lean on him and not on himself. Yes, there are things we must endure here on earth, but Jesus was a man of healing and he desires healing for us now. Let's see what Paul is writing to Colossians in chapter 4. Keep in mind, Paul was in prison when he wrote this letter, but is still writing to encourage the church. He writes about prayer in verse 2. It says, Be earnest and unwearied and steadfast in your prayer life, being both alert and intent in your praying with thanksgiving. Almost every word is an action word. As Paul writes about prayer, he tells us to be earnest as we pray, which means we are to be eager to pray. Prayer is our lifeline to the Lord, so I see the need to be enthusiastic about every opportunity we have to pray. He also tells us not to become weary of praying. There are times we pray for the same things over and over again without the desired results. But in Matthew 7, 7, Jesus tells us to keep on asking and it will be given you. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking reverently and the door will be opened to you. So Paul's advice that we not tire of praying is a nugget of wisdom we can tuck away for when we feel like we are being a bother to God. We are never a bother to him. Paul also tells us to be steadfast, which means to remain firm and constant in our prayers. We are to remain of one mind and be consistent about our requests we make known to God. He tells us to be alert. It is interesting to me that all the ways Paul tells us to pray require action Prayer is action, and we are expecting the Lord to be in action as a result of our prayer. Lastly, Paul said to pray with thanksgiving. As I think about my own children asking for things, I am always more apt to get into action when they are asking with a grateful and thankful heart. Not that the Lord is as impressionable as I am, but I still find thanksgiving quiets my frustrated heart and puts me in a place of peace. The Lord hears our prayers, my friends. Let's see what's happening with the Israelites in chapter 33. Moses blessed the Israelites before he died. He said a blessing to each of the tribes of Israel. He starts by saying God loves the tribes and calls them his people. Verses 26 through 29 are powerful. Take note of the power-packed words Moses uses about God. Meditate on them and the goodness of the Lord. Verse 29 says, Happy are you, O Israel, and blessing is yours. Who is like you, a people saved by the Lord, the shield of your help, the sword that exalts you? Your enemies shall come fawning and cringing and submit fiend obedience to you and you shall march on their high places. God is your protector, your shield and sword as well. In Deuteronomy chapter 34, Moses goes up to the mountain to see the land of Canaan, but is not allowed to go in per God's instructions. Then he died. Verse six says God buried him there. Just wow. God walked this earth back then and he cared for Moses in a most special way. Moses was 120 years old. Verse seven says he was healthy when he passed. Verses 10 and 11 say, and there arose not a prophet since in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, none equal to him in all the signs and wonders which the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh and all his servants and to all the land. Yes, the Lord loved Moses. The word says there was no prophet equal to him and the things the Lord did through him were magnificent. Take a moment and offer reverence to the Lord for all he did through Moses. Psalm 93 could almost be a continuation of the last verses in Deuteronomy. It starts out with, The Lord reigns. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is robed. He has girded himself with strength and power. The world also is established that it cannot be moved. Yes, God does reign. He reigns today just as he has from the beginning of time. He is the great I am and he deserves our praise. Let us pray. O Lord, you are great and greatly to be praised. Father, sometimes we can be overcome with the troubles and worries of this world and our lives in it. But you, God, you are the God of this world and the universe. Help us put our whole trust and faith in you. May we praise you all day long. Keep our hearts soft to you. Increase our understanding and wisdom and help us reverently worship you all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.